0: This is a reminder, you are listening to the delayed broadcast here on Faith FM. If you would like to listen to the live show and interact with Mon and myself for the breakfast show, then simply go to faithfm.com.au and press play or use the TuneIn radio app. And this is Encounter with God. You're here with Lyle Southall and Darren Pratt. Mon had to uh, run off to another appointment and Lawson has come down with the plague. So I sent him home. Yeah, so we sent him home. He he was here. He came to talk to you uh, because he is dedicated and committed to you but we're like, hey, he
1: look! He looked terrible. You can't see on radio, but he didn't have the radio face today. So he go, said, home. go home. That's
0: <laughs> right. No, he didn't have the radio face. <laughs> like go home to bed. <laughs> uh, so we're super glad that you can uh, join us here, um, Darren, and of course for our Bible study, our twenty million movement, twenty million people around the world all studying the same passages of the Bible together at the same time. And I understand you've been doing a bit of travelling yourself
1: lately. Yes, I um, got sick of the polar blast last week that hit the east coast of Australia. <laughs> so I went up north to um, to Townsville and. The um, warmer climates? Yes, I actually had meetings up there. I thought, great for meetings up there this time of year. So 24, 25, 26, sunny, bright, clear. We all hate you right now. Oh, no. I, I had three days of <laughs> absolute bliss. Um, yeah, and we actually got out to go to Magnetic Island and we met in the open in the sun and did our meeting in on Magnetic Island. In the sun, so. Okay, I hate
0: you even more right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was
1: awesome. It was awesome. So, yeah, have been travelling a bit. And last week, I was down in Sydney, um, talking to a school down there, um, Macquarie Field. So, yeah, I do travel a bit.
0: Yes, nice. Meanwhile, I was watching my thermometer on the wall the other day, and I never saw it get above 11, which is kind of cold for this area. Well...
1: T- my wife said last night it's coming again. Apparently Sunday is going to be another polar blast, so oh, really? more snow. Um, this morning at my house, it was minus one when I left, with frost on my car window. So it is pretty cold this morning here.
0: And I was talking to my dad in Tasmania, and what has happened is that these polar blasts have actually come up north of Tasmania, skipped it, and they're getting better temperatures than we are.
1: Oh, well, let's move to Tasmania. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely.
0: Uh, they had like two a high of 2.1, I think it was, in Katoomba. So, yep. yep. <clears throat> anyway, we hey, hope the that way, you the quiz, are. Oh, quiz. the quiz. Oh, the quiz. The quiz. The quiz. The quiz. Apparently, yes. I'm, someone guessed it. Andre from Flagstaff Hill, congratulations. Uh, You are the winner of the quiz, so that means we are about to start a new quiz. And Darren has picked out a new prize. Yes, it's called
1: 444 Surprising Quotes About the Bible, a treasury of inspiring thoughts and classic quotations. This this struck out. We were talking about foxes this morning. Um, we were. The answer was Fox. Yes, the Fox. The credit was the Fox, yes. I knew Sorry. straight away because it was my favorite passage, that one. Ah. In chapter four. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but who am I? So oh, by report- the way, the
0: 444 surprising quotes about the Bible. Why do you think they chose 444?
1: I was just thinking the same thing myself, and I don't know. Maybe I need to read more about it. Um, why not 443 or 444? Well, 144,000. 144,000, <laughs> you reckon? <It's> a, <laughs> make, it a bi- make it a biblical Good number.
0: Make it a biblical- I'm not sure. It's, it's usually 100, isn't it? But they've gone 444.
1: It's not even Adventist Publisher. It's Bethany House. So, yeah, no, you know, so anyway, 144,000 is quite a common thing. But this is 444. But surprising quotes, which struck me. So Yep. yep.
0: Excellent. Okay. Excellent little resource right there.
1: Here's a quiz. Who am I? Seeing we're talking about animals this morning, mm-hmm. this one says, the first clue, this was spoken to me. He will be a wild donkey of a man. You ever heard that description? <laughs> a wild donkey of a man. His hand will be against everyone, and everyone's hand against him. Very prophetic, almost. This one, this clue. A wild. He's a wild donkey of a man. Give us a call,
0: okay? And that was, of course, was not said in a majority well, we just sense. got it. Yeah, I've got the answer. Um, But that wasn't said in a pejorative sense. It was said in in the sense of this man would have the ability to be able to survive Mm. and to do amazing things, to live in the bush. He was uh, a, a person of exceptional, what we would call in Australia an exceptional bushman.
1: The the bear grills of um, our age.
0: Yeah, yeah, the the, the bear grills of uh, of of ancient times. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who might that have been? And uh, was actually able to establish a community in a very inhospitable environment that is still there today.
1: That's right, and 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 this, these people are still there today. So lots yep. of clues today. Oh, <laughs> clues just
0: coming out left, right, and centre. Give us a call. is the number to call or text us on 0491-064-669 if you know who that was. Okay, our Bible study. Let's get into our Bible study for the day. We are going to, eh, let's start in Matthew chapter 21. And while you're turning there, uh, when we talk about Jesus and we talk about, his character, his personality, the kind of person that he
1: was. What are the things that come to your mind, Darren? Who Jesus was? He was kind. He was caring. He was meek. Um, he was also, I guess at times, got upset with the, the leaders of the day. Um, so challenged them. So, um, But he was someone that drew people to him rather than away from.
0: Yeah, I think I think a lot of the images that we have of Jesus you know really revolve around you know his care for the sick and the children yep. um, his st- stories of of searching for the lost he's talking about you know preaching about the kingdom of God um, looking out for vulnerable members of the society marginalized people yep. groups um, this is this is the kind of person that we typically see Jesus as all right so we've got a story here let me just uh Let me just look this up as well. Uh, Comes from Matthew chapter 21. And let me just go here Matthew 21. Matthew 21. Um, And we're going to start reading. I think it is down in verse 12. Yes, verse 12. You can start reading for us
1: in verse 12, please. 21 and verse 12. This is what it says. Matthew 21 and verse 12. Jesus entered the temple and began to drive out all the people buying and selling animals for sacrifice. He knocked over the tables of the money changers and the chairs of those selling doves. He said to them, the scriptures declare my temple will be called a house of prayer, but you have turned it into a den of thieves.
0: Okay, this is a very interesting passage that we
1: have right here. It doesn't sound like Jesus meek and mild.
0: It does not sound like (laughs) Jesus meek and mild. Jesus walks into the temple and he just starts throwing things. Tables. Having a bit of a hissy fit. (laughs) <laughs> has a bit of a hissy fit uh, I wouldn't exactly call it as a hissy fit did, because Jesus was well, not somebody ask, who did, ever did, lost control
1: did Jesus sin in what he was doing did I mean i don't know we talk about the fact that he, he didn't sin but was he what well, there was he sinning
0: yeah and some people might uh, question that I would say no Bible says that you know he was tempted in all points yeah. like as we are and yet without sin and you can do things that are dramatic um, where you take action and you even act in passion without losing control.
1: Well, look at this. He didn't um, get personal. He he went for the issue, not the person. Mm, and, absolutely. Um, and so I think that's a good, good point to keep in mind. And, um, yeah, he didn't actually um, utter oaths or he didn't... Um, he got, he yeah, got he didn't upset. start
0: yelling and screaming and ranting and swearing yeah. and using you know bad language and that kind of stuff. Yeah, said, so why, I, I you, why have you turned the ha- my house of prayer into a den of thieves?
1: And I guess um, it's what you call righteous anger. It's okay to be angry about things that you believe are unjust or not right. Mm. And, um, and this is what he's doing. And, I mean, for me, when I hear stories of people being abused um, in our churches, I have righteous anger. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So, and, uh, yeah.
0: and and the Bible says be angry. It says be angry. Yep. And sin not. That's right. So the Bible tells us to be angry. Yep. At times. And so anger fight, is,
1: fight the issue, not the people.
0: And anger is entirely appropriate at various times. Okay, so what's interesting about this particular passage is that it is found in all four gospels. If, now I want you think about that for a moment because the Gospel of Mark is very short. But it puts that in there, so Mark includes it, even in his abridged version. And John, most of his gospel focuses, the majority of his gospel focuses on just one week, the last week of Christ's yeah. life.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: Um, and and so, the one that Jesus
1: loved. Yes,
0: yes, <laughs> indeed. And so you know, John's gospel is just focusing more on just one week out of Jesus' Jesus' life, but he still takes time out to, to tell the story. One in. Interesting. So that's the first thing. The second thing that is interesting about this is that this is not the only time Jesus did it. Jesus did this twice. I
1: never realized that. Yes. Once at the beginning of his ministry and once at the end of his ministry. So he called it out the start, and then he says they haven't changed. I'm going to call it out again.
0: <laughs> that's it. That's it. So it's almost like it's like okay, how will I start my ministry? I'll start in the temple by well, he didn't actually start it there, but it was very close to the beginning. He starts in the temple by you know overturning the the, the tables of the money changes, and then at the end of his ministry, he does the same thing again.
1: So he's really
0: making a point of it. He um, is, and we need to understand why. Why is it that Jesus is so concerned about what's taking place in the temple? Yeah, he does it twice. uh, He he does it twice, and it's included in all the Gospels. Um, There was obviously something taking place here that was um, oppressive and wrong, and Jesus felt that he needed to act on it in the most determined way.
2: You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio.
0: Wow, I just got news from that producer. The quiz
1: has been answered already. Can you believe that? I'm clue one. one.
0: <laughs> clue one.
1: That's a record. Although well, we did give a lot of way in our discussion about it, but yeah, that's awesome. That's okay, awesome. let me see
0: if I've got a message here. Earl from Bonnells Bay, congratulations. That's the fastest one we've ever had.
1: So, Can we do a third
0: quiz then? We can. And this is, we this will. Record? By the way, the answer was Ishmael. Ishmael, yes, yes, who Wild established Donkey uh, of a Man, who established, uh, of course, the uh, Arabians, Arabian race of people, and established them in the desert. Um, and of course, was a uh, somebody that we would look up into in, you know here in Australia. If we have got somebody who is able to survive out in the desert and so forth, we we, we look up to them as being an exceptional Bushman. Hmm. Um and uh yeah just having come back from the outback was interesting because one of the tracks that we drove was the Streslecki track which was an old drover's track what happened was that Birkenwills went up there up yep. through that same route um they died of starvation and dehydration in an at attempt- that big tree yeah yep. at the at the big tree uh and then just 10 years later just ten years later, so you haven't got any increase in uh, in modern technology or anything. There was a um, a bit of a, a scallywag. Uh, it was actually a thief, if you want to put it bluntly, yep. who was working on a remote cattle station in Longreach, realised that you know what, there wasn't a whole lot of people around. Yep. And so, on the far reaches of the station, he built a he, he built his own stockyards. Nobody ever knew that he built these stockyards. No, no one goes. No planes. Because, because it was a it. huge property. No one ever went out <laughs> there. No he, drones. He just, in his spare time, he and a couple of mates they built these stockyards and they started to um, to, uh, to gather cattle together um, in, in in these stockyards until they had a thousand head or more that they had. That's, just sort that's, of that's not just a Siphoned of, off
1: a couple of cows. This is a lot.
0: And then they drove drove them down the way that Burke and Wills had gone. Um, all the way to um, to South Australia, and sold them in South Australia because he figured he wouldn't get away with it in Queensland because the um, the marks would be recognised. Yep. But he's like, oh, I'll take them to South Australia. his fortune, and uh, he took them down what's now called the Strezlecki Track. And I got to tell you, you would have to be a bushman of exceptional skill to actually accomplish that. You know, these are the kind of people that we we kind of look up to them here in Australia. He went to he was eventually caught yeah um dragged off to, extradited to Queensland to face trial and the jury was so impressed with his feet that actually let him off
1: Just because in fact he actually survived and because, did he, <laughs> because he
0: survived and pulled it off and of course you know he did a, he did a lot to open up the outback yeah um, yeah it's an interesting story. he probably should not have got off because he was a thief um, but that's what happened. Well, we are so, a convict country, so <laughs> <that's our> roots, <laughs> that, yeah. that, that was our heritage coming coming through right there. So, yeah, we do look up to people who can uh, can survive. This guy, Ishmael, went and lived in the desert. The Bible says he not only survived there, he thrived there, established a community there, and, of course, the Arabian people are a major part of our world today. Yep, and very resilient sort of people. Very right. resilient
1: people, incredibly yep. resilient people. Yep. Want to do another quiz? All right, next one. What do we got? What book am I? A bit hard as one. Quote. This is a quote from the book. All those gathered is book in the Bible, by the way. Mm -hmm. Book in the Bible. All those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves. What book am I? All those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves. And Lyle got it. Okay. Wow, you're pretty Uh, good, Lyle. I just got to make
0: sure that. that people aren't getting their uh, their double prizes in. I've been on a bit of a roll this morning. Um, in the next song break, we'll pick out the prize and we'll let you know what that is. But right now, we're talking about the cleansing of the temple. This is where Jesus went into the temple twice, uh, twice, and uh, threw down all the tables of the money changers, cleared everybody out, and you kind of wonder how one person does this.
1: Well, that's on right. their own. Yeah. Well, how do you get away with it? Um,
0: you know, if, if 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 I try to do that. And I suspect if you tried to do it, Darren, we would get about as far as the first money changer
1: yeah, and, before, they, and um, they'd be
0: all like, you know what,
1: this is one guy. How's he going to destroy my business and you'll be grubbed, grabbed and probably mobbed and... Tossed out, <laughs> you know, call the security. and feathered, but yeah. Call the
0: security and this guy's lost it, get him out of here.
1: Yeah, but he's able to go in and, and, and do the lot. Uh,
0: he, he does. He cleans out the entire temple so that it does become a house of prayer again for at least that day. Why did these people run?
1: I, I, I think that maybe the righteous anger and authority that he went in there with must have really um, scared them. And um, I
0: reckon there was a bit of divinity flashing through humanity. Yes, there has to be. And they did not even know why they were scared or why they were running, but they did run. They were terrified. And they were maybe scared. they
1: actually saw a glimpse of what they were doing and maybe they've realised that, hey, this is not the place to be um, for a moment. Maybe yes. they had a glimpse of of the fact that they were doing stuff that wasn't in line with what the temple sacrifice are all about.
0: Okay, so what was it that they were doing that was wrong?
1: Well, they were, I guess, um, abusing the whole temple system of sacrifice, where you can either, if you can afford it, you bring a cow; if you can't afford it, you bring a dove. So these guys were, or something
0: in between, if you, yeah, uh, yeah wherever yeah,
1: you were, they at. had a whole if, a whole list of things you could bring. So, but basically, if you sinned then you need to take a sin offering, a sacrificial sin offering to the temple. Yep. So these guys were being middlemen by the look of it and profiteering mm-hmm. on that sin offering. Yeah, and there
0: was, a, there was a number of ways that they did this. Okay, so one of them was that if you brought a a uh, an animal for a sacrifice, it had to be perfect. Yep. And so they had animal inspectors. Oh, right. So the first thing you would had to do when you brought your animal, you've gone there to find uh, forgiveness. You've chosen the best one you have, but it has to pass the inspection of the inspectors. This is not in the Bible. This is just stuff they made up. Yep. Um Never uh, never missing an opportunity for commercialising.
1: So I, I get it now. So they would say yours not good enough. That's right. But we have a better one over here. Exactly.
0: These ones have all been pre-approved. Yep. Okay. We can buy yours. Oh. Okay, so we'll buy yours off you, and then you can buy one of these pre-approved ones, and you can go and do your sacrifice. Because, yeah, here's a defect, there's a defect. And they, they pick a defect in it's the end. like got, car salesman. It's got three white hairs on it, so. Yep. It's out. Yeah. Okay, so then yours, you're, you've travelled, say, uh, three days' journey to you get there. You can't go home. You can't go home one. and get another one. What are you going to do? You're stuck. Yeah. You don't have any choice, and so you're going to sell yours at a gro- grossly discounted price. Then the only ones that are available that are pre-approved are at a grossly inflated price because these are perfect animals.
1: So they'll pull the three hairs out of that one they got. Exactly. And then they'll sell it as a perfect one. Exactly.
0: Okay, so you go and buy your pre-approved one. So they've made, you know, the middleman there. They've made a bucket of money, and then they take your animal and
1: quietly approve it. No, that doesn't yes. happen today, does it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why my Jesus was upset. You can ripping, see why ripping off the paw. That's
0: right. That's right. And 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 basically, this was a place for the worship of God. That's right. And it would have been completely commercialized. This was like, you know, your, your prosperity gospel TV evangelist of
1: today at their worst. And you remember they're coming to you to uh, make a sacrifice for their sin. So yeah. it's like they can't leave until they've done this sacrifice. So That's they're right. in a bind here. Yeah. Um, they want to travel home cleansed. And yeah, um, when you start mucking around with, with sin and with confessionals and all those sorts of things, and yeah, you, you can see you get into all sorts of problems. Ooh,
0: I've got a story to share about this in the next section. Um, sin and confessionals and money changes uh, because I've actually experienced this myself. Oh, I look forward to hearing that. Yeah, I'm going to share that in the next section. But before I do, there's another aspect to this that is important, and that is that if you were a when, – when you had a child, yep. if it was a male child, you would redeem the child yes. at the temple. And so you would go and you would pay a certain amount of money, and it was like a, a, a gift offering to God yep, um, for the child that you had been entrusted with. So what the Jews did was they made up a, spe- a, a unique currency, temple currency. Oh right. Okay, so they created the temple currency, and so that meant a bit that- like Bitcoin of
1: today. Yeah, a little bit like that. <laughs> a little bit like that.
0: So wherever you come from in the world, and even if you're coming from Judea, you can't use Judean currency. You can oh. only use temple currency.
1: Oh right. So yeah. So oh. when
0: you bring your money to make a financial donation. It has to go through, and this is why the Bible speaks about the money
1: changes. Oh, you've got to go through the currency exchange system. The currency exchange. You've got to
0: go through the currency exchange. Absolutely, because they invented their own currency just for the temple. It wasn't used anywhere else. And it was let just me guess, temple. they also
1: um, invented what rates they are going to do it at. Oh,
0: you better <laughs> believe it. We've all traveled, right? We've all traveled internationally. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. And some places are better than others, and you very quickly learn... Um, even going through Sydney Airport where you're going to get ripped off and where you're not going to get
1: ripped off. Go because- to the post office, by the way. Good point. If you want to change money, go to the post office.
0: There you go. I found a good one in uh, Katara on my last trip.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, got a great rate there. And, of course, overseas
0: you go and talk to the local business pe- people because yep. they're, you know, they're chasing uh, foreign currency. But if for you go their- to the
1: airport, you're going to get ripped off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Terribly, <laughs> terribly, terribly. So they're doing so this in the temple. In the
0: temple. So this is what is happening. In- so you can imagine why Jesus was so upset. This is a place for the worship of God. This is a place that symbolizes the sacrifice, his death, that's about to take place on Calvary. And they have turned it into a commercial enterprise, one of the largest commercial enterprises in the empire. All victory
3: in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and bought me with his redeeming blood. Can wash away my sin. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What
5: can make me whole again? Nothing Nothing but the blood
4: blood of Jesus. Jesus. There is power, power, only working power in the blood.
5: In, power. in the precious blood of the Lamb Oh, precious is the flow That makes me white as snow No other found I know Nothing but the blood of Jesus
3: Said nothing but the blood of Jesus Are you washed in the blood? In the blood
5: of the Lamb He sought me and bought me With nothing but the blood of Jesus
0: That was Anthem Lights, the blood medley here on Faith FM. We, have, uh, we, we might break a
1: record today. Let's see if we can do three, three quizzes in yep. one day. So clue number two, what book am I? Um, here you find Saul visiting a medium in Endor to get her to consult a spirit.
0: Okay, what book of the Bible is that? 1-800-324-843 is the number. See if you can be the record breaker and do three quizzes in one day. Uh, 0491-064-669 if you would like to send a text message. What book of the Bible will you find that story in? Okay, so we were talking about Jesus and the temple and the money changes and so forth. Yeah, pretty crop stuff going on. It was terrible. Yeah. It, was, it, it, it had become a completely commercial enterprise, and I've told this story before. I'm going to tell it again because it was, it, it, it's a story that impact, had a massive impact on me,
1: but in a negative way.
0: Yeah. And sometimes within religion and within Christianity, that happens. Yeah. Uh, you see things and it's just like, that's just not right.
1: Yeah, that's where your righteous anger boils up.
0: Yeah, and so I was, uh, my wife and I were travelling um and um through the Balkans, yep, and we went to Magadore. Now this is a place where, um, um, according to tradition, there were um, three young children who received visions, yes, yes, from God and from Mary. Yeah. As a result of that, they've built a very large church. I think it was called Saint James, but it was one of the saints. They're all named after saints. Um, there to commemorate the event, and you know if this was an event that happened, then you know it's good to commemorate um, positive events. Remember but that. I, yes. I suspect that you know. Anyway, I have my own my own thoughts on what actually took place there, but we went there because this is a famous place. And like, yeah, let's 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 go there. Tourist, you're going have a look. Yep, let's go and and, uh, and and check it out. And as we started to, you know, the main center there is the church. That's 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 the central attraction there. Yep. You can go up onto the mountainside where the actual visions. So built pass, on the near the spot where the visions occurred. Yeah, sort of in the town below the hill where the visions happen. Yep, uh, there is a, a shrine I think up there on the hill as well. So we thought we'll, we'll go to the church. We'll check that out. Um, I enjoy walking through churches. Just you know, Europe mm, Europe mm. has the most amazing churches. So we went there, and long before we arrived at the church, we started driving past. The merchants and the money
1: changers. What they were there along the road? Along the road, there were actually three
0: streets of them.
1: Three streets all of... around,
0: all around this church.
1: What, what are they doing? And they
0: centered around this church. You could, you could. I took a, I took a, uh, a photo from the front steps of the church, with two money exchanges within view on that street. On the steps. Yeah, yeah. I'm standing on the steps of the church. Facing the you know the the, the commercialisation that was taking place around this church,
1: so what are people coming to do there? Tourists? Okay, so
0: so basically they're coming there to uh, they're, they're coming there to, to obviously worship and pray. Yep, um, there were uh, probably about. I would think maybe fifty or more confessional boxes all around the outside of the churches, where they could go and confess to priests. I'm not sure what was because inside. it's seen as a
1: holy place for these yeah. visions. It's sort of a, a you want to be there as a pilgrim. Yep, yep,
0: yep. There was a worship service in progress, so we didn't actually go inside. Yep, um, and of course, you know it's a it's a tourist area. Yeah, you know, it's a pilgrimage site, and so all of the merchants have turned up at the pilgrimage site to make money out of the pilgrims. And to turn religion into money making exercise. And so then we went to start to walk through the shops, you know, like what's here, you know, because we go through tourist shops and uh, we like to, you know, grab a souvenir every now and then. And we found that they were all full of, you know, little statues of Mary and, and, and this kind of thing. And that makes sense because it was supposedly visions of Mary that took place there. And after having been through a couple of those shops, I'm like, let's see if we can find Jesus.
1: Well, what, you think we, that in a we, spot like that you would?
0: You would think that this is a place, a, a centre of worship, Christian worship, that that Jesus would be front and centre. Yep. Jesus was nowhere to be found. We searched and searched and searched. I reckon we went for about half a kilometre up that street before we found Jesus. And when we did, you know, it was um, Jesus on a cross. So it was Jesus okay, dead. It was and nothing, crucified. nothing. Yeah, yep. it crucified yep. Jesus. Nothing particularly wrong with that. But you know, it would have been nice to have found. Alive, Jesus, Jesus with children, Jesus with a lamb, Jesus—you yeah. know, those, yeah. those other great, beautiful um, pictures of that sort of thing. Great imagery of Jesus that is out there, and uh, it, um, yeah, it was just something that um, we, I, I was really, I was really shocked at and really surprised that we, um, we, we, we could, we couldn't find Jesus. We could find a lot of people making a lot of money.
1: We did could you feel righteous
0: anger? Change. I did. I felt. Oh, I just felt deeply disappointed. I went there looking for something else, you know, because you, you go to a pilgrimage site that is a Christian pilgrimage site. You know, it's not a church of my faith and that kind of thing, but you still want to experience oh, Jesus yep, in some yep, way. Yep. And I didn't. I experienced. I experienced commercialization and everything but Jesus, and it was very. And disappointing.
1: maybe that's what this Jesus was saying when he's coming to the temple and sees it's going on. He's saying people can't find God here because it's been obscured by commercialism and by, by, by what you're doing to stop people even getting anywhere near what the real point of worship is.
0: Exactly, exactly. And we mentioned this also a couple of times, but in the first century, the biggest economy in the world was Rome, naturally. all Rome. Yeah. It was the commercial center of the world. The second biggest economy in the world was the temple in Jerusalem. Wow. Yeah. Wow, a lot of people don't realise that. Yeah, Um, I was talking to a uh, a lecturer in uh, archaeology and history um, about three years ago, and he told me that fact, and it just—I was absolutely gobsmacked. Mm, you know, because mm. you, you you hear about the uh, the Jewish wars, and you know you, you go to Rome, and there's the, the Arch of Titus, which commemorates his victory over the Jews, and you think, well, Judea was a tiny nation. Why did why build such a massive memorial to such a tiny nation? You've know, gone the, the Roman Empire would go and squash that thing like a bug. Yeah. but it was incredibly powerful. Particularly financially, it was a financial center of the world, and the temple was the financial center of it. that. Was a massive money-making machine, and this is one of the reasons why, when you study the history of it, there was so much bloodshed around who got to become high priest, because if you could work your way into that position, you were pretty well off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, a, a license to uh, to become Bill Gates.
1: Yeah, and you see, then if that's what's going on, then um, the consumerism of the whole thing, the commercialism, the um, the idea of um. Getting in the way of what it's all about is um is huge. That's why Jesus is confronting that and and did it twice, as he said, um because he saw how serious this was. This was this was what it was doing.
0: And it gives religion such a terrible, terrible name.
1: It does. It does a bad name. You, um, anybody that gets in the way between us and getting to Jesus, I think is is anathema, and and we should have righteous anger, and we should. Call out the abuse, what it does to people.
0: How many times have you and I met people that just can't stand religion oh. and won't have a bar of religion because they've been turned off by the commercialism of it?
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and I meet them all the time, and it is it's sad to talk to those people because it's really hard to break through to them after they've experienced that. It hardens yeah. their heart.
0: Yeah, and they've had real experiences. They've, their their experience is very, very honest and real, and they look at it, and you know, you can't argue against their experience because we see and experience the same thing, and it's like. There's something else. There is a true version of this. Yeah. and It's really, really good, and, we and it's wish awesome. It's amazing. We wish could we could share it with you, but it's they've been destroyed. And this is one of the ways that Satan is destroying people's attitude towards religion um, by you know commercializing it and co- turning it into an institution that preys on vulnerable people. Yeah,
1: yeah, and that and that is that is Jesus has a lot to say about that, and. Um, yeah any anything that gets in the way of your free will of serving Jesus out of free will and a free will offering um think about it because um yeah you're you're meant to be able to worship in freedom and and go to Jesus to confess rather than anything else and any religion that puts any sort of barriers in the way of that be aware be aware absolutely absolutely.
0: Anyway, we're going to move on. Uh, We're going to listen to Nathan Young with The Language of Canaan. You're listening to Faith FM.
4: Oh, that I could talk in the language of Cain. I could tell a little of the glory Of a better world Oh, that I could talk In the language of Canaan I could tell a little of the glory Where there is no night and the light is the light where no tears drops fall oh heaven it's not like here at all Talk in the language of Cain. I could tell a little of the glory mm, of a better world.
2: The wonderful things the Lord showed me of heaven, I cannot describe saw there tables of stone in which the names of the multitude of the redeemed were engraved in letters of gold. After we beheld the glory of the temple, we went out and Jesus left us and went into the city. Soon, we heard his lovely voice again saying, Come, my people, you have come out of great tribulation and done my will. Suffered for me. Come in to supper, for I myself will serve you. We shouted, Alleluia, glory, and entered into the city. And I saw a table of pure silver. It was many miles in length, yet our eyes could extend over it. I saw the fruit of the tree of life, the manna, almonds, figs, pomegranates, grapes, and many other kinds of fruit. Then Jesus said, You must go back to earth again and relate to others what I have revealed to you. Then an angel bore me gently down to this dark world. Sometimes I think I can stay here no longer. All things of earth look so dreary. I feel very lonely here, for I have seen a better land. Oh, four wings
4: like a dove, so that I could fly away. I'd sail across the River Jordan, ooh, to a better place. Where their sweet repose and the living water flows, and I'll thirst no more. Oh, heaven! I long to reach your shore. In the language of Canaan I could tell a little of the glory Of
5: a better
4: world I could tell a little of the glory Of a better world a better world, of a better world.
0: Happy Hearts is a free community craft program for kids aged 1 to 5 designed to encourage growth and creativity through Bible stories. Join us each Tuesday during the school term from 9.30 till 11.00 a.m. at the Senior Citizens Hall, 401 Warburton Highway, Wondon North. For more information or to register, go to happyhandsart.com.au forward slash happyhearts. Or contact Patricia on 0425 854 516. That's 0425 854 516. Happy hearts, free fun for kids, and the mess stays with us. (laughs) Hi, I'm Pastor Brendan from Harvey Seventh Day Adventist Church, and I'd like to personally invite you to worship God with us each Sabbath. We start off with Bible study groups at 9.30 a.m., then hold our community worship service at 11 a.m. We also organize groups that meet during the week to connect, eat, and study the Bible together. So if you're looking to be part of an encouraging Christian community, come and join us. For more information, you can call me on 042-896-553. That's 042-896-553.
5: sanctuary
0: That 3AVN Music with In the Sanctuary. Darren, before we go to question of the day, what's our
1: what's a clue for the quiz? Yeah, Let's try and get this one knocked off. Um, what Book Am I? We have a great prize here, Patriarchs and Prophets, um, that is well worth the read and is a, an awesome um, write-up of, about the Patriarchs and Prophets in the Bible and including this book. Mm-hmm. Um, Indeed. So here, the story of David and Goliath, The famous story is found in my 17th chapter.
0: Okay, what book is that? If you know the answer, give us a call, 1-800-324-843. And we've had a most interesting question of the day come in. What's our question of the day?
1: Uh, yes, yeah, well, well, we've been talking about um, confessionals yesterday and today, and, and um, the idea of Victoria trying to move legislation to remove it. Yes, um, obviously, um, it must be in the Bible somewhere. This idea of the confessional lie, because people are—it's it's such a sacred thing to to the Catholic tradition, um, faith. Where do we find the Catholic confessional in the Bible?
0: That's a very good. That's a very good question, um, and of course, Roman Catholics would probably take you to John chapter twenty, verse twenty-two, where it says. And when he, that's Jesus, had said this, he breathed on them and said, "Unto them receive the Holy Spirit. Whosoever sins you forgive, they are forgiven, and whosoever sins you don't, they are not forgiven.
1: Oh, yeah, that sounds like you can, you yeah, can do that. Yeah, sure. we, we can forgive
0: sins. However... This verse must be balanced with another verse that is found in 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 5, which is a very black and white, unequivocal verse. And when you put the two verses together, you start to get a more clearer picture of what, it, what is actually taking place. The Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 5, For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Jesus. So the Bible is super clear. There is just one mediator. Nobody else. So, you can't, you can't so a human being, that's right, a human being can never be your mediator between you and God. Okay, so that's important for us to understand in context of what's happening there. So what, what, what's, what's Jesus talking about when he's talking about, you know, you forgive sins and you don't forgive sins and these kinds of things. Okay, so there are three different kinds of confession that you find in the Bible. Yep. You find confession to a group. You can't find confession to an individual and you can find confession confession to God alone. Let me show you them one at a time. So in James, James chapter, it's the last chapter, whichever the last chapter is. Where's James gone? It's in my Bible here somewhere. It is right here. James chapter 5 and verse 16, confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. This is the kind of confession where you might go to prayer meeting and you say, hey, guys, I need your help. Yep. I am really struggling with pornography or theft or oh, um, the whatever it is. The support group. The support yep. group. This is, this is that kind of confession. Yeah, please and help this me is, here. And this yep. is where your friends and your mates they get around you and they pray for you. They they give you accountability, they give you support, they give you all the help that you need. Very positive. That's very, very positive. And that's but that they are not acting
1: as mediators. Or they're forgiving you. They're saying we can help you, Yeah, here, yeah. But well and, and,
0: and, and in yeah. many ways, you know Well, I'm gonna okay, let me come to that uh, forgiving bit because uh, let's go over to the gospel of Matthew now, Matthew chapter five. Yep. And this is confession to an individual that we find over here. Here we Matthew, go. This is it. Matthew chapter 5. Um, if you bring your gift to the altar to ask for forgiveness and remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and ask for forgiveness.
1: But, it doesn't, so, but it's saying there that you're going to the altar. But it doesn't say talk to the priest about it. It's saying go no, away.
0: That's right. Go and talk to the person that you did the wrong thing to. Go and right. make it right with somebody that you've done something wrong to. So uh, you definitely should confess their sins. And the Bible says, and this is why the Bible says, uh, why Jesus breathed the Holy Spirit on them and said, you know, you need to forgive other people their sins. Yeah, Because if somebody comes to you and asks for forgiveness, we should forgive them. Oh, Definitely. That does not mean consequences go away. That means if you're a pedophile, you're not going to jail. That's you're still right. going to jail, but you are forgiven. Yeah. Um, and so this is confession two a um an individual that you've sinned against that, that you've sinned against and uh, and we forgive that person and they find forgiveness through the forgiveness that we extend to them but that forgiveness is not forgiveness that they need to get from god finally there is the forgiveness that you get from god and in matthew chapter 6 and verse 6 it says but when you pray go into your closet and when you have shut the door pray to your father in secret and your father which sees in secret shall reward you openly and that is where so in we receive your closet. salvational forgiveness.
1: Wow! So you, you, you go to your closet, not to, or a, to a secret
0: place. place, just just somewhere by yourself. Is all Jesus is saying. Yeah,
1: Yep. Yeah. So we can confess straight to God. Yes, indeed.
3: What heavenly music the sea entrancing the senses like sweet melody, tis the voice of the angels born soft. Of i uh-huh.
0: vocal union with what heavenly music we've come to the end of our show we were just talking about what we're going to do after the show today darren i think you're going to go spend some time in your garden is that yeah, right d- a
1: few d- rows in the garden dig a few rows and plants get ready to plant up um the, the frosts are coming to an end um they are indeed and and spring is coming so i'm getting ready for spring um, sounds
0: good sounds good all right, so because spring is coming, um, you're gonna give one last quiz. Yeah, um, why not?
1: Hasn't gone yet. We have an awesome book to give away, Pope and problems. Trying to break a, really a record
0: here, book. three, three quizzes
1: in one day. Yep. So here we go. Um, I open my first chapter, telling of the birth of Samuel. That should be pretty easy now. Mm. It's, it's a fifty percent chance getting one right now. Okay. Book in the Bible. I open my first chapter, telling the birth of Samuel. What about a giveaway? Okay.
0: Okay, what do we got for our giveaway? So if you know the answer to the quiz, call 1-800-324-843. If you don't know the answer, still call that number. because and we just get have it a for f- us anyway. That's right. We're, it's the end of the show, so we give away a, a, Because a we love
1: gift. you. And because we've been talking about confessionals and um, and coming to Jesus instead of going to someone else, um, Book a great book, one of the best I've read, I believe, of Steps to Christ by, by Ellen White, one of the most prolific writers. Jesus wants to be your friend. Thousands have become acquainted with Jesus through this little book, Steps to Christ. And it's helped many more, including those who have walked with him for years, to know him better. So this has been translated in so many languages. It's right around the world. It's the it's, back
0: it's, in the 1990s, and I don't know where it's at, but now. But back in the 1990s, that was in more than 150 different languages. Yeah,
1: it'll be more than that now. This
0: is one of the great Christian classics of all time, and. If you're in the local area, the Newcastle, uh, Lake Macquarie area where we're broadcasting from, it was written by a
1: resident of our community. That's right. That's right. I actually hold her desk that she probably wrote. (laughs) There you go. There you go. So give us a call, Steps to Christ by Ellen White, a great book to get you closer to Jesus. We love uh,
0: sharing the program with you guys every morning. We look forward to tomorrow.
5: for sure i year on and I get you at